All right. And here we go. Hey, welcome to the Gear Slum, man. Uh, we, it's your one-stop shop for man. All, all things guitar culture nonsense, you know? Uh, you know. Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm like uh, Cole or whatever. We just, we just kind of slow it hard so, you know, you don't have to and all and stuff. And whatnot. Way too stuff. casual, Aaron. Was it end stuff? There was. I'm trying to think of like what people used to say a lot. I think maybe they did say end stuff a lot, like back in the back in my time. No, Aaron. No one said that. No end stuff. Uh, I mean, somebody did. And like, and the like. I say and what not. And such a lot, as too much. And such as. And like as. What's the what's the thing that the girl remember the. The beauty pageant girl that... That's what he's saying. Yeah, and such as, and such as the Iraq. <laughs> Is it such and as. such as? Oh, mm-hmm. dude. The Iraq. Like the Iraq and such as? That's like, okay, it's it's Ukraine, right? It's not the Ukraine, but like, but like, cut some people some slack if they call it the Ukraine. Like, that's what yeah, I mean, like a lot of us call it our whole say, lives, hey, you know? Don't call it that anymore. Like, I that's Googled what, it. I think that's what makes me like extra annoyed about it is that it was recently like it was yeah, a recent yeah. change yeah so yeah, like so like to be the person who's like it's it's not the ukraine exactly like, you guys it's like you said lgbt but you didn't add the qia or you didn't add the plus and it's like well i'm trying dude like <laughs> my my data I'm is trying. out outdated my data plan is kiev and it's kiev kiev it's no Kiev. It's, no, it's not. That's what I heard. No, you heard wrong. It's Kiev. Kiev. Either way, I think the the point of it is it's not Kiev because that's like the Russian pronunciation, yeah. right? And you also spell it with a Y now. Yeah, it's K Y I V. Yeah, I already Ooh. knew that because there's a temple there. Uh So, and actually, we have been trying to go there for a while, and because we have a, an upgrade that we have to do there, and now. Probably won't be able to go there for another while. Well, man, what a so what a mess. it's been pretty hard on all of us, most of all me. Yeah, and Disney apparently. <laughs> what Disney music? You didn't see that? There's like some like an email floating around that. Oh no! Um, one some guy from Disney sent out like, and they were like, <laughs> "This has been really hard for us." about because uh we had we had recently something like they recently oh he was talking about like how um they had just translated all the songs from encanto into russian and ukrainian and now they weren't gonna be able to like get the royalties from that so they're like (laughs) sending an email out to like the record label and other people like hey like this sucks for us, so don't expect to like get royalties out of this right now or whatever. Dude, 
Can you imagine being Disney and thinking that like, hey, well, okay, so Disney wasn't saying that publicly, right? Apparently it was a, technically a public email. I don't know. Dude, that is like brutal. Like you're freaking Disney, man. You have like infinite money. Yeah. Ugh. Not a great look, Disney. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Oh, here you go. I found it. Um, so it was reposted by someone called Tech Dirt on a website and on Twitter. He says, he goes, okay, so he says, as you know, between Russia and Ukraine, um, is he reading something? Uh, you're breaking up big time. Why is it always like, dang it. Uh, hear me now a little bit it doesn't matter okay now i can hear you now that he says don't don't expect to get any money from russia or ukrainian anytime soon including reciprocal payments and he says this is a big blow to disney (laughs) as this this is most apparent with encanto all the songs have from the movie have been translated and released in russian and ukrainian Ukrainian, and we have been noticing quite a lot of UGC uploads on YouTube in both those languages, oh etc. So, like, basically, we're losing oh, so they're a lot saying of money because they're not going to be able to copyright strike all these YouTube videos. Yeah, jeez. And then he says, "We hope that UACRR, which is Ukraine, Ukrainian something, okay, will still exist after the outcome of this, as they have been a good partner for us in the past several years." Yeah, like it's not because we hope they aren't wiped out by nuclear holocaust. It's because yeah, they've been a good partner, a business partner for can, us. Yeah, we can make money. Jeez, dude. Anyway, a lot of people are like, <laughs> "That is brutal." Talk about being tone deaf, man. Yeah, like you're freaking Disney. This has been really hard on us, guys. We and then we I've seen people who are like, "Well, you know, I work in finance, and that's pretty standard type of email to send out." Like for your shareholders or whatever yeah they're like covering their butts or something but the tone of it is yeah maybe the fact that it is common is the problem is the problem exactly it's like this multi-billion dollar corporation just trying to cover their butts so they don't have to pay people and granted i don't i don't know the ins and outs of any of it so who am i to comment but it's funny uh who are we to comment we have a freaking podcast aaron yeah, that's, that's true. who they we don't are just yeah aaron we're middle we have a platform i have a platform and i'm gonna use it that is yeah that's pretty rough though and i guess it was like not intended for public but it, as long as it's like an email going out that isn't completely internal it might as well right. be public you know yeah <laughs> Jeez, freaking Disney. Okay, what did we what did we Oh, speaking of Disney, I watched a movie that was not made by Disney, but instead oh, yeah. was made by Warner Brothers, I believe. Yeah. Universal. I think it's a Universal. So Jurassic Park growing up, the, we had two theaters in my town. One was like the nicer, newer one, and one was kind of older. And the, all the Jurassic Park movies only ever showed at the only at the older theater, so they must have had some kind of like, 
exclusive yeah, deal with him or something deal. like that. But yeah, we watched Jurassic Park one, dude. It's such a good movie. It holds up. It's really good. Like the special effects hold up because so much of it is like it's all practical, practical effects yeah, or a lot of it. Yeah, I can't remember. Like it, it looks like the vast majority of it is practical. Honestly, I want to say that they probably. I feel like maybe they did like kind of the Star Wars thing and like yeah revamped some of the CGI stuff recently. Maybe. Hmm. But it was what did we watch? I don't know if that's that's HBO Max. I think so. It was streaming. I think, I think it has to do with Spielberg just knowing exactly where the limits were. Yeah, yeah. You know, of like, okay, this doesn't look good. I do it this way, so I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to cut here. Um, I think like there was one thing I can't remember that the T Rex. There's a T-Rex scene in the rain. That's like this, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. freaking iconic, iconic scene, right? Yeah, yeah. I I want to say that part of the reason they did it in the rain was because he didn't like the way the skin was looking. Mm. And then if oh, it I was see that. if it was like, "Oh, but if we make it Planners look wet, dark then it too. looks more realistic." Yeah. And um because it looks so freaking real. It looks it looks yeah, so dude. good. It's yeah, good. the parts that it's are like, like hard, different... I think, is like when there's like the herds out there. Like, yeah, you can't, that can't be practical. It has to be CGI, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. So like to make that stuff look good and not look like it's just like plopped into a landscape or whatever. But I think like actually now that you're saying that, I think like those scenes don't look as good. Like the just running in just normal daylight, they don't. Yeah, maybe. But they're not important because it's not, they're not like action scenes or like, you know, they don't really take you out of it. But like, yeah. even, so like, don't even tell, like Toy don't Story, tell when, when I, when you watch Toy Story, like when it came out, you're like, man, this is like really good animation. And now you're like, you see it and you can see how rough it is. And especially yeah. the humans. Well, and Toy yeah. Story was the same way where like, I don't know if they chose it from the start. They they definitely benefited from the fact that the toys were all like smooth and shiny and right, you know. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of the same thing with T Rex being wet, I guess. Even yeah, though T Rex wasn't CGI, but you know what I'm saying. It was CGI. Yeah. Parts of it. Yeah. The kid it is funny okay, so the one thing that is the most striking, which we've talked about before, is like the things that were scary when you, when we were younger just aren't really scary anymore, and it's it's partially because the effects are so obviously not real. Mm. Like they're really cool, and like you're watching, it, it's it's entertaining, you know. But like, I remember that that scene. Well, that that scene in the rain is like the whole. The whole scene is iconic. It's that they're in the two Jeeps and the one yeah. Jeep just has the kids in it because the guy runs away and runs to the toilet and then gets eaten off yeah, the, the toilet lawyer. while he's. Yeah, exactly. And then the car gets flipped upside down and the kids are stuck inside of it. And, you know, yeah, they Grant goes to save them. Yeah, exactly. So, like, the whole thing is, like, super intense and everything. And that's watching everyone with... gets split up. So you have two storylines. Yes, yeah. exactly. But but like the. You know, the T-Rex just isn't 
isn't all that scary or wasn't to my kids hmm. because it's, you know, you kind of see all the seams and the holes and, you know. Yeah. Interesting. Mike, we watched it with my kid last year and he was like thoroughly freaked out. Now, he oh, really? Like and maybe it's old. an age. Yeah. He wasn't maybe it's bawling his eyes out too. or anything, but he was like, he was like, what? <laughs> like, he was like <laughs> completely like it was like perfect it was like not it how he old wasn't is he scared. he's like eight he's eight he wasn't scared to the point where it's like i feel like a bad parent yeah it was like, like it yeah, wasn't yeah. harmful for him he's having a good time he's like freaked out but he's having a good time it was like that and see i so, still yeah, remember it was like ideal one of the movies that scared my younger son the most was that minions movie that had the purple guys you know <laughs> do you remember that or the despicable me uh, movie that had why I don't know, but Why like, did it scare him? Yeah, I mean, it's like because they're kind of crazy, right? Like they're kind of <laughs> freaky guys. But they're freaky guys. They're freaky guys. I haven't seen that one. Oh, you haven't? Do you know what I'm talking about, Phil? Yeah, you will, Aaron. All of the movies no, that I didn't not. see, I won't. Yes, you will. Listen, there's there's so All many the movies, movies, Phil. Yeah. Like I know, but yeah, but. Those yeah, but movies like Despicable Me. I've seen Despicable um, Me. Yeah, but that's like Despicable Me three or something. That's like, you know. Listen, I think there's a good chance you will never see that movie, Aaron. He will see the, the his kids will see Despicable Me, and then they'll get old enough where they'll be like, "Hey, a sequel is like a movie, but like it's newer, right? Like different things happen." Yes, that's what a sequel is. Oh, well, then I want to see a sequel to that one. No, but, like, you're forgetting okay. how many things exist now. Like, it's not like... I'm saying my son will be, like, scrolling through Netflix, and he'll be like, whoa, I'm going to watch this. And I'm like... Oh, yeah, but that's, okay. like, a total crapshoot. <laughs> like, the chances of them stumbling upon this Despicable Me sequel, I think, are pretty slim. Okay. It's not like, all it's I not know like Pixar is, movies. Like, they're going to watch all the Toy Story movies, right? Obviously. But, like, all, Despicable Me isn't all I know on is there was, there was a whole bunch... There's a bunch of cartoon movies that I did not see before I was a... Before I was a dad. And then, like, people were like, Oh, you got to see it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to see it. That's... I, I don't watch cartoon movies. And then... Eight years later, here I am watching those movies that people were telling me to watch ten years ago because but again, oh, like so even just though. even just in that ten years, the amount of movies has like skyrocketed, you know. Kind of slowed down in the last couple of years, but your point is valid. Oh uh, yeah, because of COVID, Phil. Like Yeah. That's such a so terrible, the bad there. faith argument. I'm so sorry. But also, like, part of it is it's no longer, like, the fact that that movie was popular in the theater is irrelevant because, like you said, your kids are just going to find whatever crap they want to watch on Netflix. So you're really going to end up watching some stupid, like, old episodes of Caillou or something like that instead of a movie that might actually be good, you know? It's it's kind of weird, the, the things that, like, 
he ends up finding and watching. Yeah. Like S- SpongeBob. I've never said anything about SpongeBob to him. He found it. But and at least SpongeBob is really good. <laughs> like SpongeBob's <laughs> a great show. Like Phineas and Ferb is the same a, way. That's SpongeBob is a perfect example. I had never seen it before. Never. I don't know how I had never seen it, but I had not. Because well, you're old. You were watching like Leave It to when Beaver did, but, when you were a kid. <laughs> when did, <laughs> when did it come out? Uh, after two thousand, right? Is it like post Ren and Stimpy? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, Ren and Stimpy were like the very first edgy cartoons. It was like it was Beavis and Butthead. It was and Nick Ren and Stimpy. Well, Ren and Stimpy, it was Nicktoons. So it was Ren and Stimpy, Rugrats, Doug, you know, Rocco's Dude, Modern Life, all those. It makes me so mad, and I know, I understand why, but it makes me so mad that Ren and Stimpy is in that category with those other cartoons. Yeah, because, but Ren and Stimpy, they're the ones who like, because SpongeBob sort of, they, they kind of borrow that style where they'll like zoom in on something and it's like ultra realistic and gross and everything, you know? Absurdity. Yeah, yes. which which those other cartoons don't like. They just happen to all be called Nicktoons. But yeah, like Doug is just like a dumb. It's like a sitcom Doug, cartoon, you know. Doug and Rugrats are just a normal child's cartoon. Rugrats is a little bit ridiculous, much more than Doug is. Rugrats, if you go back and watch it, is actually pretty weird. But it's it, there's like weirder, like Magic School Bus is honestly probably more like Ren and Stimpy than those other ones, you know. Magic School Bus holds up weirdly well, too. Okay, when do you think Ren and Stimpy came out, Phil? Um, 98. What? No, like no. 91? 91. 98? 91? What are you wait, talking about? Wait, I'm sorry. About? Did you say Ren and Stimpy or did you say SpongeBob? Yes, Ren and Stimpy. Okay, sorry. I I would have guessed 91. Okay. Yeah, SpongeBob came out in 99. So they're, okay. you know, 8 years apart. But yeah, SpongeBob like you we had all already, you know, I was in high school. We were all in high school. You were in, you know, AARP or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> My little and, brother was into SpongeBob, but But I liked I liked SpongeBob. I I bought I had a bunch of SpongeBob seasons on DVD when I was in college. Weirdly, but it's a great show. But but some shows are good. Some shows are freaking. Did your kids ever watch Pingu or your kid? No, that is I a freaking weird so. show. It's it's claymation and it's I can't remember what. Where it's from. It's it's kind of meant to be like. uh, Like it doesn't have any dialogue in it. And I think it's meant to be that way, so they they can just air it anywhere they want to, and you don't, don't have, have to, to like, translate it. Yeah. Translate it. Oh, it's from Switzerland, but it is it is a weird old show. Oh, here's another. Okay, so th- this is a weird Netflixy thing. One of the first shows that my kid was obsessed with, like you know, when he could like use the remote on his own, like yeah. that early. Uh, uh, was this freaking show called Masha and the Bear? Oh, Do you yeah. know that one, Cole? 
Yeah. Aaron, you know that show? I'm familiar with it. I've never like I don't think I've how? I've Why? watched it. Wait, let me see. I just know oh. about things. No, my kids never watched it. Dude, Josiah was freaking obsessed a, with it. A four year old niece. Okay, that's true. Um and when I was working at uh John Adams Academy, there were there was a large contingency of um of Russian and Ukraine, Ukrainian students. Hmm. And Interesting. Somebody was asking me, uh, you know, about my son, and you know, like, oh, was he, you know, what kind of, you know, what stuff does he like? Does he like this? Does he like this? And I go, no, he, you know what, he doesn't like Paw Patrol. He doesn't like any of the. He's like obsessed with Masha and the Bear right now, and all the Russian and Ukrainian kids like freaked out. They're like, oh my gosh. I love that cartoon. When I was a little kid, that was my favorite cartoon. Are you serious? Mosh and the Bear. Really? Mosh and the Bear? And I was like, yeah. And it's like, I think, I, I don't know why it is. There's not a lot of dialogue, but it's like, you know, the little dialogue that there is was dubbed into English. And, but it is so bizarre. It is such a bizarre premise and and show and and i again it is clearly not it is not american and that's russian yeah and uh yeah all the russian ukrainian kids like oh that was my favorite show when i was a kid and then one of the girls awesome. uh uh one of the girls during um christmas break went uh back there to visit family and came back and brought she's like hey i i got this for your son and it was a bag it was a bag of masha and the bear candy oh wow. <laughs> that's awesome and i was like holy crap thank you so much he, that's so awesome was he freaking out he was kind of like oh cool and i was like no you don't understand <laughs> you're like, like son of a uh. <laughs> She brought this is a very this thoughtful thing this teenager did for you. <laughs> Teenagers don't do thoughtful things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she thought of you and me. Yeah. Bought it, put it in her backpack, traveled across the halfway across the, the planet world with it. Yeah. And then brought it to school and was like, "Here, <laughs> you will appreciate." That's it. very cool. That is very cool. Yeah. Where I know I should know this, but where was your son born? Um, Clovis. Oh. Okay. Okay. No, I thought with, so. Um, with our very, very close to the butthole of California. Yes. Yeah. No, no, it's very close to Luke Mundy. No. Tim. That's close. Fresno's pretty close. To Modesto. Yeah. Is it? I mean, it's closer than any of the three like of us closer are. Closer than yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. No, I think I'm close to Modesto. You're Did not you closer to Modesto have... than Fresno is to Modesto. I think uh, is Sacramento closer than Fresno no. to Modesto. Did you as assume that my adopted son was um, was? Oh, yeah, import? it actually is Sacramento. Sacramento looks like it is just barely closer. Like. Modesto is like right in the middle, basically. It's like, <sighs> yeah, it is yeah. like right in the middle. But I'm Fresno not Sacramento. I'm Roseville. It's like sixty forty, which is actually even closer to Modesto. 
I'm further away than Sacramento. Are you north of Sacramento? Roseville's north. Yes. Okay. You want to have your mind blown? Uh No. Oh, I do. Okay. Let me see. I'd like to. 91.7. Miles or kilometers? Miles. Kilometers? Clicks? Oh, burn. Roseville to Modesto, 91.7 miles. Fresno to Modesto, 95.1 miles. <laughs> it's like directly right in the middle. It's very close to the middle. <laughs> directly in the middle. What does that remind you of? That's <laughs> where your butthole is. Oh, but then, like, let's see. Modesto <laughs> Unless you have like a Clovis. You think anyone's butthole's like not in the middle of their 103 miles to Clovis from Modesto, ha! which is even farther, Phil. Not closer, it's even farther. Oh, <laughs> it was 95, now it's 103. <laughs> so it's over 10 miles further than it is to Sacramento, I believe. I mean, uh, to, to Roseville, the Mundies and the Bapalants also live in Clovis, yeah, I believe so as well. And not not in not Fresno proper. Fres yes. Fres maybe. <laughs> um. Man, yeah. There's a weird hey, coffee um, shop over there. Hey viewers, have you noticed that Aaron's role on the podcast seems to be just like finding things that I say and then just <laughs> s- spending lots of energy like. Just like holding your so feet to the fire. Un- undoing, correcting, um, fact checking. How how do you how do you like we gotta that? Have fact checking, man. We need Do you like that? Is that good for you? Facts to be checked. <laughs> yeah, is that, that good for you, you Mr. Dilbaugh? Like he doesn't he doesn't do it at Cole. Just Cole me. doesn't say a lot of wrong things. He does do that to me. Here's the difference. You always like fight it, which makes me want to dig yeah. in even harder <laughs> and really prove you're wrong. Like, like, remember how we were arguing about the pronunciation of Kiev? And I was just like, well, the real thing that matters is that it's not Kiev. Yeah, yeah. And I'd let it go instead of like, you know. But you're right. I didn't even Google it. I just took your word for it. And I apologize to the viewers for not Googling. <laughs> For not Googling it. <laughs> Wait, for not Googling Kiev or for yes, not Googling? Not Googling oh. Kiev. Well, so here's the thing. Okay, I got into this I got into this argument on TikTok with somebody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've never even left a comment on TikTok. I know. It's a weird it's I know. A, Cole's very so here's, I like it. No, here's the other weird thing. I'll watch stuff on Netflix. And if like something funny happens or something that I want to comment on, I'll be I'll like instinctively go to like try and look at the comments and see what people are saying about it. And then you can't. And it's like, oh, that's weird because I watch a lot of YouTube and TikTok. Oh, yeah. But. Uh, Dude, so how this... awesome would that be if Netflix had a comment section? <laughs> that would be awful. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> well, that would be TikTok has a way of like. Like the the comments, the good comments make their way to, to the top. Obviously, 
YouTube's kind of the same way. YouTube, YouTube comments in the early days of YouTube commenting were just like an absolute cesspool, you know, but I feel like, and maybe it's just the type of videos you watch, I guess. But at any rate, so, so there, there was this commercial. Okay. So somebody has like a guy that works at a Hyundai dealership or something said, we had a video and somebody corrected, tried to correct them and say like, it's not pronounced Hyundai, it's pronounced Hyundai or whatever. And so he replied to that comment with a video from a Super Bowl commercial. If you guys remember, Hyundai had a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, it, it rhymes with Sunday. That was like and the in the thing. commercial, they said it rhymes with Sunday. And so all these people are like arguing, well, this is, uh, I'm Korean and it's pronounced, and it's like, that's how it's pronounced in Korean. And in English, it's pronounced differently. Yeah. And that's how words work because, <laughs> and people are like, well, it's a Korean company. And it's like, okay, how about the capital of France? How do you say that? Like you say Paris, right? But it's a French right. city. You should say it Paris because that's how it's said in French, yeah. you know, like, but unless you're some kind of pretentious douchebag, you don't say that when you're speaking English. So like, so the Kiev thing, the only reason I heard that is because it was a, person on TikTok who was in in Ukraine saying this is how you pronounce it but it's like maybe in English it's pronounced slightly differently than it is in Ukrainian you know well the thing that I saw was saying that the reason it's important is because Kiev is a Russian pronunciation yes. like that part is like not that's that's the thing that matters yeah don't say it the Russian way and it's kind of the same thing with calling it the Ukraine, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like it's kind of harkens back to their Soviet days like or something Yukon like that. or something. It's like a territory yeah. area. Or like when people say the, oh, what's the, what's the country in Africa that people always oh, weirdly the say? Oh, No, they say like the. What the Ivory it? Coast. <laughs> no, that, it's like the Senegal or something. It's not Senegal. Oh, really? but... The Congo. No, because that RC now. Yeah. What is it? It's like one of those, uh, 2012 countries. (laughs) Let me just get a list of the Sudan. That's what it is. Oh, the Sudan. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, it's just Sudan. It's just a country. That is because like, is there a Sudan desert? Is that like a thing too? Maybe. Well, and it's the same thing with Congo. Like, there's a Congo River, you know? I guess not. It's Nubian Desert. Yeah, the Congo River. But, yeah. It's but at the, least that is... Pre- like the it, United States of America, if, but it's... Maybe if it used to be called the Sudan and now it's not, like... Yeah. Then that's fine to call it both, because, like, that's what you're used to. But, like... Yeah. Something like Kiev or Kiev, like... There's, like, a history there that you should, you know... There's like a certain level of potentially insensitivity or something like that. Yeah. To pronounce it wrong. It's tricky. It's it's also tricky to rock a rhyme. Yeah. To rock a rhyme. That's right on time. That's right on time. You know, I met this little girly. Her hair was kind of curly. Oh, okay. Her house and Buster out had to leave real early. Wait, excuse me? Yeah, what? Huh? I, I don't think you know what you just said. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <I do. laughs> 
quoting. <laughs> it's like you know uh, what's lame. Like this is how lame I am. You know why I know every word of that song is because of the video game SSX Tricky. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that game? I do vaguely. I, I like remember the 1080. The more. idea of it. There's this dude on YouTube who's doing a series of videos where he's just he's beating every game on the N64. Oh, nice. I bet that is going to be miserable in some. Yeah, uh, I'm like a lot of these are terrible, but yeah, <laughs> but some are dope. Like yeah, Superman I watched 64? the 1081 just now. Oh, day. nice. It's pretty funny. Phil, do you have a game for this episode? Or I do. I, oh, I was going to say, should I not be asking that in, in public? Ask away, uh, Aaron. Would you like to play it now? Uh, yes. All right. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital. To rock around that track. Here we go. <laughs> Although, mm. I say I know all the words. All, like... Until the last, you know, five or ten years, I thought it said this beach is my recital, or maybe this beat is my recital. Oh, you thought it was like really enunciating. This beat is my recital. <laughs> this beat is my recital. <laughs> I think it's very vital. When is the line? This speech. This speech is my recital. Yeah. Ah. This speech. This speech. Gotcha. Well. It is about that time. Well, here we go. To bring forth the rhythm and the rhyme. I, I everyone's wanted, we favorite. Game, can we? I say something. Yes. May I? I want to. I want to apologize to you, Phil, for raking you over the coals, as it were. On your feet to the fire for busting you out. Yes, for bust for for going to your house, busting you out, and leaving early. I I apologize. <laughs> And I want you know, that I want that apology to be public. Phil is really sleazy. My crimes were public. All he can say is "please me." And I know this is starting to sound like a bit, but it's not a bit. So that's all. Okay. Well, apology not accepted. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Time for everyone's favorite <laughs> pedal game. Guess that. Pedal uh, review. Repair, man, man, man. <laughs> this first review is by Seth Filippio. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> How is that pronounced in its native language? Is it different than... This is a for the belly. This is a five-star review. Possibly Filipino. Please leave it a message. <laughs> I'm a gonna win. Um, this is uh, this review is titled "Favorite Pedal Effect Pedal." I got this to go on a little mini board next to my Helix. It is. It has exceeded my expectations, and I absolutely love this thing. This with the red remote and a Wampler Tumless are my entire drive 
section and it covers everything I need beautifully. It really is as versatile as everyone says it is. It sits awesome in the mix with a fairly flat EQ, but adding some brightness. It's also really touch sensitive and feels really good to play. With the flick of a switch, you have an awesome fuzz pedal. I kick the tumness in when I need a little mid boost to move forward in the mix. They are a match made in heaven. Okay, I gave away too much, but it's the JHS Superbolt. No. Is it a Morning Glory? No. Is it the? Is it a JHS pedal? Yes. The red remote gave that away to me. Oh yeah. I know. I Um, I missed that part. The kilt. Okay, I. Here is the thing. I what I was what I thought I was reading was not the kilt, but I believe this review is for the the kilt. For the kilt, that's why when he says that with flick of the switch, it can be a yeah nasty fuzz, fuzz. nasty fuzz. And if because that like the highest gain setting on the kilt is like this insane gated fuzz. It's not as nasty as the rusty fuzz. Rusty fuzz. I was. Aaron, when I hear that, I I hear you, <laughs> the Rusty Fuss. Ex- yes, <laughs> you doing your impression of that dude doing it. I don't hear the dude doing it. I yeah, hear yeah. you doing the impression of the dude. <laughs> He's gone now. He's no longer with us. He's no longer with them. He's still he alive. was never with us. Yeah. Mm. All right. The next review. And if you're not with us. You're against us. Exactly. Uh Uh-oh. The next review is a two-star review. Wait, what? can I ask what you thought you were reading a review for? The review was supposed to be for the crayon. Oh, okay. That's how a lot of those... The crown. They list list them as like different colors, basically. Yeah, or like sizes or whatever. Yeah. Same item, but different options. Yeah, which is annoying. This for this game especially. Is it actually sold by JHS? Um, it is annoying though because it does like it. It basically renders the reviews kind of useless. Yeah, I mean, right. I guess unless like what you're reviewing is the seller or whatever. Yeah, I guess. Which I guess is largely what you're doing. Like, let's be honest. Who's who's going to buy a pedal based on an Amazon review? You know. So right at the top of this. Uh, um, it says visit the JHS pedal store. So, so it, does that mean the seller is JHS? Uh, well, doesn't it say sold by? Where would I see JHS? that? JHS on, on the on Amazon. It's usually like under the title. Yeah, it's like a link. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't say sold by. It says visit the JHS pedal store. Oh. It might be the same thing. I think when brands like they have their own Amazon pages now. So that does sound like it's being sold directly from JHS on Amazon. Hmm. Visit the Oh yeah, that's that's their seller name is Visit the JHS Pedal Store. That's a dumb sell sell. No, it's just it's just there's it's just cuz they have an Amazon store called the JHS yeah. Pedal Store. So that's yeah. 
I don't know why the link is the entire thing, though. That's weird. But yeah, so that's saying because they have an actual store on Amazon for their pedals. And if you go there, it's actually kind of cool. It's got, you know. It's like a little website. Videos. and Yeah, it's basically like an actual Dude, did you guys see that new JHS pedal? It actually seems pretty cool. It's like a DoD 250 thing. But it's like it's like um, the 250 before the 250 existed, huh? And um, I forget what it's called. It's called a preamp JHS preamp overdrive. Um, but I already have a 5050. Yeah. So oh, is they it the did one with the clover on it. No, it's just like black and yellow. Oh, that's the clover. The one with the clover is the called the clover. Yellow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, it seems really cool, but they did like a, like a limited edition one that is in the, a similar enclosure to the original, and the circuit board on the inside is like has like a it's like shadow box in like another panel that like it looks really cool. It's hard to explain, but I sent you a picture of it yesterday, or I think I don't read everything you send me. Aaron. I know. Anyway, it's just weird. JHS is just like a history brand now. Like, yeah, which is like replicas. I don't get like I don't get how they got away with it. I feel like, like sometimes they're... they're working with the other brands or like at least like get their blessing or something on it. I don't know. Yeah, because it seems like early on they were like you know they were kind of like. Uh, what's the word you know like pretending that it wasn't that well or like part of what they were doing is like stealing ideas from other modders not from the actual like so i think that's maybe that's why because now now they're not even doing mods necessarily they're just doing like here's the actual pedal right they're like nobody's like mad that you know boss is losing business because of it i mean boss is a bad example because they're like in business with each other or whatever but yeah this is so DOD, which uh, he's from your neck of the woods, old DOD. Heck yeah, dude. Apparently, he wanted it to be called Dodd, but then everyone just called it DOD. So he's except like, well, in, I guess it's called DOD now. They call it Dodd. Oh, so the Brits got it right. Yeah. Yeah, dude, they, DOD and Digitech. So he's. You still see like old. It's, you know how you know how British people get mad. You still see yeah. old what? You know how British people get mad when you call when you say soccer. But yeah. soccer is like a British term. They invented yeah. the term yeah. soccer, so they need to just let it go. They need to get just shut it. up. Yeah. Plus, like American English is closer to Old English than British English is. Yeah. So they're like, "Well, true, we own true. the language," and it's like, "Well, not really, because we speak English too, and there's ten times as many of us." Yeah. So, Britain, you can suck a fat one. It's like the Winnipeg Jets aren't really the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. They're, They're the, the Atlanta Thrashers. The Atlanta Thrashers. Yeah. So, like, we're the old Winnipeg Jets, and Britain is the new Winnipeg Jets. But they're like, we invented Winnipeg Jets. And we're like, well, yeah, but you're actually the Atlanta Thrashers. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Or, like, the new... uh <laughs> The, or Browns. the Browns or whatever, yeah, yeah. Where did the Browns come from? Somewhere? 
No, the new franchise is a new is franchise, new, I think. Right. The yeah. Browns became the Ravens. The Ravens, yeah. yeah. What do you think about all this, Phil? And the Oilers became the Titans. Mm, and then the yeah. Texans came. Yeah. Weird. Weird do you remember wild stuff. The Titans? <laughs> I feel like that's one of those movies that people probably like to hate on now. Like there's probably a bunch of reasons to hate it. Yeah. It's not like it's a good movie. Accurate stuff, but I don't care what anyone Why says. The movie's it? freaking good. I don't know. Like Phil, because it's not accurate it. for one thing, because it's based on a true story, right? Yeah. But also, like, I'm sure there's I don't know. Like I hate seeing it. like Why do you hate it? Oh wait, you hate it, Phil? Yes. Why? Just because it's about sports? No. Um you know, it's not even it about sports, like... it's really about race, Phil. Yeah, it it feels like it's it's doing all the things with racism that just feel like it's like hey white people let's pat ourselves on the back. Yeah, it's is it because it's like oh this is how it used to be but it's not like that anymore. Thank God. Part of it it's is like, like it's so much better. That's part of it. Yeah. It's very much um, like a 90s lens of racism. Very 90s. And so watching 90s. it Watching it through the like 2020 lens of racism is very, is very different. So yeah, yeah we just watched like, it recently, and it was, and it is very like, ugh. it's pretty reductive, I suppose. Yeah, the, it's very reductive. The racists in the like the way the boys are racist <laughs> in the beginning mm. is so <laughs> tame, and like, it's like that's not even how rape people how yeah. white people are racist today. Like, yeah. it's like so polite. Well, I don't know though, because when they're Here's, like, you know what the best part of that movie those... is, as in terms of like commentary on racism, is when they're going to the restaurant afterward after winning a game or whatever, and Petey's like, "No, nah, let's not go there," and the white kids are like, "No, nah, it's cool. Like, you know, we should just go. Like, it's cool." And then they're like, "He's like, no," and they're like, "Trust me, you're with us." And then they go in, and then they're like, the owners are like really racist towards Petey and he's like see I freaking told you yeah he's like you can't erase all of the yeah. whatever just because you're cool yeah how do you feel about yeah, that yeah and then that part too no that that part's kind of good. good yeah that, but you're right though where, Phil the the part where the the white people get told hey you're dumb yeah <laughs> you don't you don't get it like yeah. sure that's good but um when denzel washington gets them on a bus and drives them to gettysburg to play oh, football yeah. he's like guys stop being racist that is so i believe the kids call it cringy yeah that is so cringy yeah i think liking that movie is a very chuggy thing to do <laughs> yes you know what it is the, liking that movie is a boomer thing to do yeah that's true it is well it's very much like the it's very much the type of commentary that like you have nothing to feel bad about cuz there were some bad people way back then but yeah you you know it's like very well, and, feel good and, yes it's very feel good and the the premise of the movie is like the like the whole the goal is colorblindness right right yeah which was like that's that that's like is... a very outdated. Yes. You know what else is weird that I just thought about about that movie is 
so in theory, Denzel's character is the hero of the story, right? But really, if you think about the way the movie's framed, the hero of the story is the white coach who allows the black coach to do yeah. that job. Which is yeah, which yeah. is pretty, like pretty it's bad. very kind of white saviory. Yeah. There's also an an element of that's why like, mommy um, magical Negroism. Yeah, yeah, to it that um like like the key and peel thing uh i i don't remember the key, key and peel yeah where there's one, the but... old the two old black people who like basically sh- you know they're both essentially the old the like morgan freeman character yeah, yeah. and they end up like shooting each other with their magical spells and stuff you haven't <laughs> seen that one that's a good one so i i don't remember fancy aaron might remember who actually coined the phrase but um so angry (laughs) but i i know um uh spike lee like had a whole thing about like about the magical negro and yeah the 90s is like freaking full Full. Yeah, like what's the yeah, big it's... golf one? Yeah, the Legend uh, of Bagger Vance. Yeah, Bagger Vance. Yeah. But you could say you could you could say that Shawshank has that. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Uh, like it. it some I mean, it's Morgan it's Freeman less... a lot of times, right? Like, let's yes. be honest. <laughs> like... Some movies, it's it's less prevalent than others. It's less uh, like prominent, but um, or, uh, obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're right, but um. Anytime it's like the when the character is there to teach white people something, mm. like that's their primary role, um, then it, it's just which is kind of like the entire movie. The help is is that yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And even like the even uh, what's the what's the NASA one? Uh, hidden figures i haven't seen it but and again it's it's like it's hard when it's like okay but it's a true story right. and they're celebrating it's like they're celebrating actual people who like overcame yeah. a lot of adversity right but then i think right. the problem so, there is not the story but how it's being told and presented and how it's being told yeah. exactly yeah. benefiting so like if if you can here's here's the thing like have the have the guts to not have white people in the movie right at all or yeah. to like not have white stars in the movie or not yeah. have white like like have the white characters be yeah they on the don't make story. them the center like, of the story don't right filter the story through their perspective is right the thing yeah yeah dude i i mean i'm turned around you sold me yeah Are you gonna fact check me aaron no <laughs> i'm not are you gonna fat check me aaron you know what the movie's what really hard it. to watch is Django Unchained. I don't think I want to watch it. I started it the other day, and I was like, I I'm not going to watch this. It's rough. Because it's kind of that. like, It's like all that stuff boiled into one. See, and the thing about... I have a, it's Tarantino is complicated, and like, just it's like all these white dudes that want to like, say the N-word or whatever. I don't know. It's yeah. Weird. See, the thing is, he's like... He'll go in interviews and he'll like talk like openly about like how he's aware 
of the tropes, and then yeah. he's like, I'm I'm trying to mess with the tropes. But then yeah. at the same point, it's like he writes himself a character where he says the N-word like a whole bunch of times. Yeah, it's, it's, like, like, it's still a mullet. <laughs> yes, yes. It's the same way yes. when, like, it's the same way that uh, Always Sunny, I love Always Sunny, right? Yeah. But they kind of get away with this sometimes, too, where, I mean, it's like any, it's like any kind of, why did I just blank on the word? Uh, satire, yeah, right? Yeah. Where, like, they're bad guys, right? Yeah. But the terrible jokes or like if they say something homophobic it's still played for laughs right Mm -hmm. so like you're kind of like having your cake and eating it too a little bit because like it's commentary on the fact that they have problematic opinions right but yes they're still making a joke and and getting laughs from it well they even kind of talked about that on their podcast recently and they were talking about breaking well they're talking about breaking bad and how like how how much people hated the character of the wife of Skyler yeah, on yeah, that show. Right. And it's, it, it's, they're like, it's because Walter White's the hero of the show. So we want what he wants. Like his goals become our goals and anything that gets in the way is bad. So like, even though she's the moral compass, she's like the only good person in that show. You hate her when you watch it because she gets in the way of like the hero getting what he wants. Yeah. Or, the journey Jeez. you know and yeah. so it's kind of she, the same whenever the focus is the bad person you it's really difficult to to present it in a way that you don't start rooting for them in some yeah way. when the when the protagonist is the bad guy essentially yeah. right yeah i mean yeah breaking bad is like a great example of that and it's it's frustrating because well i i think it's smart how they the last season of breaking bad it's it becomes very clear that Walt is just mm-hmm. very evil, yeah. And so I I, I kind of like that they did that because you. But had in the last to like, episode, you still don't want him to get caught, you know. It's, exactly, it's but you still have to, you have to reconcile in your mind. Like yeah, I've been true. rooting for this guy all along, and he yeah. and and in, in the last season, you're reminded of a lot of things that he mm-hmm. did that he yeah, didn't even yeah. have to do, right? That yeah. he just did because he's a bad he's person, the one who knocks, you know? yeah. And so it's kind of a I mean it's. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of troubling or whatever, but it's it's interesting to to try and reconcile that in your mind. But so yeah, the show. I mean, so Breaking Bad. I can't resist talking about that show. Um, That's right. In the beginning, the show is he's he's fumbling through these scenarios, these situations. Right? right. He's like fumbling through it. And he's yeah. also like it's his last resort, right? Like it's it's not even immoral what he's doing necessarily. No, he the first person he kills is um it was by accident and yeah. it or no, it was self defense. It was self defense. Yeah. And then then it was okay, but now I have to dispose of this body. <laughs> right. Um and but then it like becomes like then it's then it's murder to like What's all cover about power? Up. But then it becomes in the middle, it starts to, and then towards the end, it starts to be about like, I bet I could do this. Yeah. It, well, it's all it's just, just straight his up own about, power, right? Like it's, they're, you know, you're, you're kind of beat over the head with this whole 
idea of him missing out on, you know, his business partners basically mm. screwing him and him regretting it. And like, oh, he he kind of took the high yeah. road and, and has basically regretted it his entire life. Yes. Yeah. And I think there's there's something and I don't I remember reading some article about this that in I don't know if it's the first episode or it's one of the first episodes he literally scratches out on a pad of paper the math of okay I've got cancer um yeah yeah I, I need this number. much money the number yeah yeah this this much money well, to pay off Jesse the house. Jesse reminds him of it he's like hey you hit your number we can get out of the game now yeah. you know? that's yes so so he has a number and then it's like he blows just he blows way past it at oh yeah um and because then it it at that point it's not about it's not about that anymore it's yeah. about like no how big well, can i go doesn't skylar even say that one time he go he says like he because he always says like i'm doing this for the family and she says right basically like stop yeah. saying that it's so at the very not, end a lie. He, well at the very end she says don't tell me you're doing it for us yeah and he stops her and he's like no i wasn't going to i was going to tell you i'm doing it for myself it's all oh, about me yeah um so rough well and it's interesting like it it's interesting because early on they 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 talk about the history with his business partners and they frame it in such a way that makes you think that they were the bad guys mm. but in reality you end up finding out that like it was really his own pride that kept him out of that deal was, too. Yes. And so like, yes. because that's what, that's what makes him sympathetic. One of the main things that makes him the sympathetic character early on is like, Oh, he's this poor high school science teacher. And right. he really he deserves to have a lot yeah. more. He deserves to be rich. And now he has cancer and, you know, and like, he's a poor, like who would want to be a, you know, you have to feel guilty just for the fact that he's a high school teacher. Like, you know, yeah, the worst of the worst, that's <laughs> enough to, be sympathetic right there well, speaking of uh and i i hate to get like all english nerd about it but like it. the things that 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 they did with like the the tropes and form of greek tragedy in that show is super super impressive and the way they tweaked it because of like modern american audiences like okay well we're not going to start him out as like a virtuous character he's not a king right in in the first episode which is like that's the traditional like yeah, yeah. form right he has um, really nowhere to fall from yeah and he's and and like americans like there's something there, there's like a couple reasons why um what's his name like chose like did that on purpose mm -hmm. like instead of starting him out as like oh he could have been like the teacher of the year right no he's yeah. like like they there there were like and i remember him saying like i specifically did it because like he had like very rational and like um shrewd reasons for choosing like i want him to be completely pathetic like i want you to feel sorry for him before yeah. you feel anything else yeah for walter white which you do like they they beat you over the head with this his brother's a total jerk mm. and he's this rich detective which is also like kind of weird because like he works for the dea it's not like you make millions of dollars working for the dea right. or whatever well i remember thinking oh dude that guy's embezzling money like <laughs> yeah yeah totally <laughs> 
but but he's still framed as like oh he's the cool guy that everyone wants to be friends with yes he's got tons of friends he's and he's a jerk about it right right but dude hank hank becomes freaking rad like then they turn hank over the course yeah, of Hank's like one the of the actual he's still like a yeah. jerk. The dialogue, the dialogue is oh, it's unbearable with all the all the people that Hank works with. Uh, yeah. It's so terrible. And I don't know if they wrote it that way on purpose because that's how a lot of those people talk, or if it's just so dumb. It's like it was written mean- by a fifth grader trying to Come you mean up with cops just saying racist like jokes to each no, other. No, not even racist jokes. It's just like the dumbest, just dumb stuff. Like nothing interesting or clever ever is said by any of those people. <laughs> um. Anyways, am I gonna read let's two do, more reviews? Let's or? do yes. one more, but or at least one more. But before we do, I just want to congratulate us all on solving racism again. Mm. <laughs> guys again we did it again. i knew i knew i couldn't i couldn't uh you articulate it much better than i did phil but watching remember the titans recently it it's a very different like i don't yeah. know we have a very different understanding of racism now than we used to that's for sure that's white people and and the understanding we have now is the best one and that's all we ever need mm-hmm. so it's not going to go anywhere <laughs> from here and now that we understand it, I mean, that's it. The work is yep. done. Yeah. And we have arrived. Yeah. We understand it better than in the 90s. So, so that's it. We've We're clearly good. arrived. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Solved it. <sighs> that's true. Okay. This second review du jour is by DM. This is a three star review. DM. 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 Titled Okay Pedal Effect Pedal. <laughs> okay. But not for all. Ooh. United States, August 13th, 2020. The review is as follows. Disclaimer. First of all, I'm a clean player. <laughs> Jazz oriented music. I just wanted a mild pedal effect. This pedal will do that, but so will many others at reasonable prices. I ended up with a used competitive brand pedal name, very clean and musical. The pedal name has the age feature that to me just adds various levels of dirt and wobble, warble, no Thanks. Maybe okay for a metal player. No thanks. Also, this pedal is overpriced. It's some kind of like tape delay. Tape delay? Right. It's like an El Capistan or something. It is a tape delay. Well, it has an age knob. I don't think El Cap has an age knob per se, does it? It has like a similar type of, well. But I don't think it's labeled age. Like, yeah, yeah. Is it a, a Catalan bread pedal? Uh, it is not. Is it is digital it... or? Well, I guess most it's gotta be. are digital. 
Is it the is it the carbon copy deluxe? Not digital. Not a tape delay. Oh, duh. Tape delay. Is it like boutique? Um, you know, this is a pedal that it is not. This okay. is this brand is not. This is a pedal that um we've seen on boards. Um is it the T Rex that, one that's an actual tape? The replicator? No. No. Is T Rex uh boutique? I don't know. Like they're the only pedal that comes to mind of theirs is the replicator. I had one of their um reverb pedals for I don't pick minute. I picture them as being like on par with the with like less than boutique, like electroharmonics or something like that. Even yeah, though but like pedals are more expensive way than smaller that. than that though. I think but it's an actual literal boutique. tape. Well that what is more freaking is, boutique. Yeah. Oh yeah, the replicator is, but I'm I'm saying like the rest of their pedals. Okay, okay, so it's not a boutique brand at all. Is it like one of the big brands or uh, oh is it it's well deal for the is it like a dual knob pedal? I mean switch pedal? Single knob. Single, Single knob? Oh sorry. I mean you were okay, wait, you were thinking the same thing I was thinking. You asked the wrong question, yeah. Yeah, but you answered it the way I asked it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so single switch. Single foot switch. Is it like a what is that freaking one with the blue? What's the one with the wings on it? The blue one. Why can't I think of it? Wings? Just yes, ask me if it's blue. Freaking is it blue? No. No. Is it a <laughs> what is a that roll? One? Is it a a boss pedal? No. The, oh. Is it that Digitech tape delay one? No. It's is it uh is it DOD? No. Is it electroharmonics? Yeah. Is it TC Electronics? No. You said it you said like we've seen it on board, so it's not like one of the huge companies. Um it's it's a it's a brand that you guys that we all know. Um it's it's not like because of their pedals or or mower or something. No, it's not one of the knockoffs. Are they known for their pedals? not primarily no oh is it uh is it orange no no what's the is it one of the fender ones no Hmm. what's the pedal i'm not not pedals tape delay is it the the vapor trail no. Oh, is I know it, that's not a tape delay, of, but is it the um from uh, Eventide? No. Oh, that's boutique. Eventide's boutique, isn't it? I don't know. I think they are. I guess so. Yeah. Is this a pedal we've heard of? Yes. Is Strymon boutique? Is <laughs> Strymon yes. boutique? It is. Yeah, of course it is. Like freaking Keeley and JHS and Wampler boutique. Are they? I mean, I guess. I don't know. I mean, based on this, this. they always have been for the purposes of this game. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to like think in my head. TC. Totally. Like the first thing I thought of was the Where does T-Rex fit in this? 
<laughs> those freaking replicators are like hundreds of dollars too. Yeah, that's like eight hundred like, bucks. But there's like a lower or like more than a thousand, maybe even. Yeah. They also have so like a, Keely, a junior one. Because Keeley has a couple. Isn't the Echoes kind of a well, it's not a tape delay, I guess. No, that's or is it it's like uh, I guess maybe it is. It's like a repeater type thing. Magnetic tape echo. Um, okay. Dang. What the heck company is this? Is it uh, what are they primarily known for? Are they primarily known for amps? No. Guitars? No. Are they like are they primarily known for like uh software? No. Is it a Moog? Hardware? <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're primarily known for picks. Oh, it's a Dunlop? Yeah. Dunlop tape delay? What? Are we just idiots? Yeah. It's a Dunlop pedal. And I've seen this before. And it yeah. is a tape delay. It's not a it's not an analog delay. Oh, is, is the, the Echoplex like, a tape yeah, delay? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is it the Echoplex? Echoplex, y'all. Ah, yeah, the Echoplex is a tape delay. Is it? The funny thing is, in my mind, like I, I couldn't even remember initially that the Echoplex is a Dunlop pedal. I just picture it as the Echoplex. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yes. Does it say Dunlop on it? Even. No. I. Yeah, that is weird. That it's. I know. I've said this to you guys. I um. Like. I don't know why, but I've, I've have like this weird um soft spot for delays with uh tap tempo uh with with yeah and i did not know this one had a jack for tap tempo and it makes me want it so bad so is (laughs) it like a dumb is it like an mxr pedal originally See, I'm thinking it's, like I've it's got a oh, couple like, more features than who made the original yeah, like Dunlop like Echoplex. I guess that's what it is, but like because MXR and Dunlop like Dunlop owns MXR, right? Yeah. Oh. Who made the original Echoplex, Echoplex pedal? Well, what is even was it even a pedal? The Echoplex no, it's is like, like a tape delay. Yeah. It's two hundred bucks. Oh, it says it was designed yeah. by Mike Battle. Oh, dude. So it might have just been its own thing. Yeah, maybe so. And they obviously they bought the rights to it. Yeah. Because they have oh, the man. name and the art. That is a cool. I mean, you have an LCAP though, right, Phil? Yes, I do. Like, obviously, this is not a good purchase, but you still want it. It's which not. Is like, I, it's I, irrational. I, I kind of want it to relate to that. I actually really want it now. Also, you can buy the. It's just like the Catalan bread. They have the Bell Epic, and so you can buy like the delay part, and then they sell the preamp part yeah. in a separate pedal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You do see that on a lot of boards. And I hear people say belly pox sometimes. And that's oh, like a belly pox. Pretty weird. Got the belly pox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I call diarrhea. Oh, man. A Taco Bell gave me the belly pox. Man. A pox on my belly. 
I hear people talking about like how Taco Bell messes them up, and I just think they must have weak stomachs. I don't know. Yeah, like I, I don't agree. Yeah, well, the like the thing that messes me up is like dairy, right? <laughs> so like pizza will mess me up way more than Taco Bell. Yeah, it's like you can't eat beans. Like that's just fiber, right? No, it's weird. Same thing with Chipotle. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, dude, that's a good one. Do you want to do Here's... one more? Yeah, let's do one more. Okay. The last review, Dijer, is by Michael E. Mikey? This is a three-star review. Is that Sheila E.'s brother? <laughs> nice effect, but the volume drop makes this unusable. It's a boss tremolo TR2. It's a... um, and then he says a very specific setting mm. for this pedal. And then he says that on electric bass, while perhaps not intended for electric bass, if you don't mind the large volume drop upon activating then this is overall a nice sounding pedal that pairs well preceding other effects. It can give a nice glassy type of effect when paired lightly before a fuss, then into a chorus. Bear in mind, this is a digital pedal which suffers from that digital artifact type sound oh, crap. when using long pedal effect <laughs> long overdrives <laughs> is it a delay again no is it a reverb yes a, a digital drop. reverb that's not designed for bass electric bass it's an rv6 that gives very little information yeah that's like there's a volume drop with a re is it boutique? No. Is it big box? One of the big box brands? Big box brand? I mean is it boss? Yeah. No. Is it an Ibanez? No. Is it MXR? Is it the MXR reverb? Uh no. The Dunlop? <laughs> no. TC is Electronic? It... Hall of Fame? Yes. Hall, Hall of Fame, Fame yeah. too? Hall of Fame too? You sure? You sure that's not why? <laughs> this technically is a review for the Hall of Fame 2 Mini by 4, but... Wait, what? Is that a thing? Yeah. yeah. I thought they never... I didn't think they ever actually made that. I remember everyone asking for it forever. Well, Aaron, but... come over here to Amazon and purchase one for two, $279. The water's fine. Man, the form factor of those X4 pedals is just so cumbersome. They're freaking enormous, dude. It's Nothing. large. It, you like, look at them and you're like, I understand how big that is, but you cannot prepare you. I know. <laughs> it's like it the looks... opposite of some Keeley pedals that yeah. look yeah, really right. small. It's like, why are the knobs so big and so far apart? I don't understand. Yeah, dude. They're like even, they're like bigger than amp knobs. Yeah, they're like yeah. an inch and a half wide. They're so big, dude. Is this Man. bigger, big 
Is this the same size as the um the X? What's the line the... six ones? Oh, of the DL four. Yeah, the DL four. I, I think it might be bigger. Yeah, DL four is weird because it's all rounded too. So it kind of yeah, like... it's got a weird. But that kind of was back when like pedals weren't really meant to go on a board. Like they don't have that excuse anymore. This pedal came out in like the last couple of years. Yeah. It's honestly probably the same dimensions as the DL4, and the DL4 is it might monstrous. Be exactly about the same, yeah. Yeah, because just looking at the foot switches on it, yeah. I gotta say, I do, I do think the X4 delay is a good pedal, but it's just so big. It yeah, does sound good though. There's like some cool sounds in there. I mean, we've talked about this know. before. It's honestly. I think TC Electronics is doing a lot of cool things, and then when they were acquired by Music Group, they just yeah, they kind of have stopped. they're just not the priority anymore. It's just like yeah, Behringer yeah. pedals now, which is honestly a shame. I mean, it's the same thing with Digitech getting you know them getting acquired by Samsung. Like Digitech basically got shut down, you know. Oh yeah, because I mean, I'm sure guitar effects are just not profitable in the grand scheme of electronics or like doing interesting guitar effects yeah, aren't yeah. worth the investment like they right. don't pay off quickly or whatever i don't yeah. know they're more of a gamble like yeah is yeah. this gonna catch or not yeah totally well and especially nowadays like i don't know it, it's honest well i guess people are gonna keep coming out with pedals yeah. right but whenever somebody <laughs> announces a new pedal it's like really do we need that one we couldn't just we we weren't okay with the pedals we already had. Oh, you did another uh, tube streamer there. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> like even oh, this the freaking. Is, but it's my take. Like on the fact streamer. that you're excited about that freaking two fifty pedal from JHS. It's like, really? We couldn't. Yeah. Well, that's the like thing. I know it's why, like, but he's like not. They're not doing new stuff, and it's like intentionally not new. So it's... yeah, it's like more interesting in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is kind of cool. Like the idea of taking this circuit that is basically unobtainable for most people and then saying, okay, yeah. how you can buy it for 180 bucks or whatever. Totally. It's more like, I don't know. It's the same reason. It's weird to me that the KTR isn't more popular than it is because it's like, you would think yeah. for the same reason, some things like a clone, I it's think very it's so different. hard to get though. Yeah, I guess so. Get your hands on a KTR. You just don't see them on boards, really, though. Yeah. But like, you'd think that somebody would be way more interested in like this is the actual same circuit versus this is a clone of it, or you know. Right. Is the KTR really expensive too? I think it was like two seventy nine, maybe when they were making it. Yeah, but that's like, which is not. There's clone clones that are more expensive, right? Yeah. Dude, what is all? If you just look for Clown KTR, the first three Google shopping results are like inscrutable URLs for forty dollars. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, dude! There's uh, a KTR listed on Reverb for twenty three hundred bucks. Jeez, cool. it's a freaking KTR, dude! It's not even okay. Yeah, they Stupid. were selling on his site for two seventy nine, right? Yeah, I just don't think you can get them. I don't think they're making them anymore. Yeah, even I don't think so. That's weird, dude. Like no guitar pedal. I don't know. Whatever. Like people. Is he money, still doing right? that? He because for a while he was like making clones, like centaur clones, and putting them on 
eBay. Oh, just to try and drive the prices down. Like recently, right? he was making like brand new one. Like he would just randomly throw a new one up on eBay and like <laughs> sell it. But wouldn't he do that partially to like drive the prices down? I think that was the idea, but I think he was not doing it. Which often is like such a weird like work. And like, why do you care? I don't. Yeah, know. like if anything, make new ones and sell them for as much as you can, right? Like, or just make capitalism, new ones and baby. Be like, okay, I'm gonna. Uh, we're gonna re-release the Centaur and sell it for like four ninety nine. Yeah, you and were going to make or tons of them like, and it would drive we, the price down. We're designing this from the ground up, but we're doing all like surface mount like, yeah, or just like, you know, we're doing it as inexpensive as possible. Maybe not as any, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, do it for under 300 bucks, but we're designing it and it's equivalent. It's the same circuit as the other one. It's, you know, yeah. be a gold mine. I mean, it's basically what they the MXR Timmy is, right? And That's I think true. those things are really popular. Yeah, it would have to be. I mean, I would think it, it seems like it is. For 130 bucks, tiny little pedal. It's a really cool color of blue. Which is the same price he was selling them for, right? Like 129 That's what Basically, the, like the less than 150 cost. I think they might have yeah. been 140 or something. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Weird, wild. Show. Wait, so what was, what was the last so pedal? Wild. It was the X4, the reverb. Yeah, yeah. And I'm being bad at this. I have lost my edge, I would say. I was way ahead of Cole for a while, and I think it's evening out. I'm coming back, baby. Yeah. I got yeah. the Echoplex, didn't I? You got all of them today. Oh, I did? I think so. Booyah. And last time, too. You got all of them like the last two or three times. Yeah, dude. I'm... It honestly better. really makes me dislike this game. <laughs> <laughs> This game was more fun. I like it more when I do really good. It's more fun. Anyway. You know what I do like, though? (laughs) What I'm still better than you at? Is friendship. (laughs) I'm actually not good at that. (laughs) Phil, thank you for the game. Everyone else, thanks for friendship. And also (laughs) you. And also you. I just meant that... You butthole. I, what I meant is thanks to everyone, including you, for friendship, but thanks only to you for the game. No, that's not that what I'm That said. is what I meant, though. It's not what you meant or said. What I meant is like, Phil, let me pull you aside for a second. Thank you for the game. Now everyone else come in, and thanks to all of you <laughs> for friendship. <laughs> uh, thanks for friendship. <laughs>
Thanks for your friendship. Right, 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 right.